St. Joseph's of Metuchen right-handed pitcher Andrew Golden burst on the scene in May with a series of dominating performances that culminated in a 2-0 GMC title game win. Finishing his high school season with a 0-5-4 ERA, Andrew pushed his fastball solidly into the low 90s, and with more to come, Rutgers Nation is no doubt excited for his arrival in Piscataway in the fall of 2022. We sit down with this electrifying pitcher to learn more on this edition of JBS Generation Next. Back here on the Jersey Baseball Show, it's Generation Next, our look at many of the top high school baseball players in New Jersey. This week, we have Andrew Golden from uh, St. Joe's Metuchen High School, senior, one of the uh, outstanding members of the class of 2022. You can see by the hat for Rutgers University, staying in state, playing for Coach Owens, who has built an amazing uh, recruiting class coming in to the banks of the Raritan in the fall. So welcome, Andrew. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll, we'll start with you the same way we've kind of started with everybody so far. And, and, and really, I think, interesting for everybody to hear, um, you know, your journey to get to, because everybody's a little bit different, but, uh, but to get to Rutgers and, and be part of this awesome class and hopefully uh, skyrocket up the Big Ten to the, to the top. But uh, how did we get to Rutgers and tell us about your excitement level to, uh, you know, to, to get there next fall? So. My journey began back in February of this year when um, I um, I really had no exposure at any sort of level with when it comes to college baseball and college recruiting. Um, so I knew and my, my parents and my, myself all knew that if I wanted to play college baseball, because I definitely had aspirations to do so, that I needed to get myself out there and I needed to go to showcases because that's what everyone was kind of doing at the point. All my friends were doing it. And um a lot of coaches were recommending at me at that point, but um, I got advice that what I need to do beforehand is make sure I'm putting up good numbers. And that's huge because first impressions I know are absolutely huge when it comes to coaches. So before I went to the showcase, this PBR showcase in February, I made sure that I was posting good numbers on all aspects. I was going in there as a two-way where I was going to be hitting, fielding, and pitching. So I was making sure I was, and even before then, I, there was COVID. My sophomore year um, didn't go to plan, uh, didn't even play at all. I was offered to play in the last dance tournament, which was a New Jersey tournament, and did not play. Um, parents didn't really feel, feel safe enough for me to play in that. Um, so pretty, pretty much lost my entire sophomore year. Did not play until late summer of that year. That was the first time I played my entire sophomore year was in that late summer. And I continued to play fall with this club team. And um, from then, it was more so taking advantage of COVID and the time off from school with the shortened days and um, hitting the gym, um, just being proactive with the whole with, and just taking advantage of this time completely. And development was a, was a huge part of the reason where I stand today as um, I ate the right things. I was doing a whole bunch of the right stuff. So leading up to the showcase, I was starting to post some really good numbers on all aspects of the, on all of my aspects of my game. So 
right before then there was a time where I was doing a, um, a, a little bullpen and I hit 90 for the first time. And then from that point on, I knew it was like, you know, I think I'm ready for the showcase because we were kind of on the fence. Like we saw the showcase. I saw I was invited to it. I was like, you know, we, we don't really know. And once I hit that number, we, it was literally two weeks before the showcase, we signed up and we're like, no, I'm ready. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't have anything like I didn't have no adrenaline when I was doing this bullpen. It was just casual. It was just, Let's see what I can throw out right now. And come day of the of the um of the showcase, the first thing I remember doing was uh, hitting. And I just remember being like really nervous because I've only done like two previous showcases and they were baseball factory showcases. And like, you know, I mean, they were showcases. I mean, they weren't big. There's like there was one showcase, the first one, there was like like 15 kids the next one was like 12 kids and then like the last baseball factory showcase there was five kids and then i was the oldest kid and like there were other the, literally the other kids were like in seventh grade oh, when i was a freshman or a sophomore it was crazy and then i saw so this first one i know it was an invite only so I, there was actually quite a quite a talented group of baseball players there a lot of them which i've known and come and crossed paths with but i remember being very nervous coming to the showcase because i didn't know what to expect really my first like actual showcase when it comes to um really recruiting with the purpose of using this as my recruiting video mm-hmm. so i remember hitting posted really good numbers i had no idea what i was posting until later because they did a live broadcast on youtube i will watch back and they have all the stats there top that at 99 exit view off the bat and i was really shocked i've never gotten an exit view done ever on myself really shocked i hit that across and then i did uh, my fielding aspect uh, my, my fielding portion of the showcase and did really well there. All I really cared about, I didn't really care what my mechanics looked like. I just want to throw hard across the diamond. So I threw 90 right. across the diamond and then pitching. I feel like pitching was probably my worst thing I did that day, to be honest. My accuracy was just all over the place. My secondaries were, were probably not the greatest. Um, <laughs> I mean, everything was kind of just like off pitching wise. My main focus was just the velo though, posting good numbers was really the one thing I was looking for. And I think the rest would kind of take care of itself where coaches would see that and then say, okay, we have enough here to work with. So that's, so that's all I took from that. And like little did I expect coaches upon coaches, like started like contacting me through Twitter. Cause I created a Twitter account right beforehand to most like for the, for the only source of, posting video of myself just for recruiting purposes so that's the only reason why i had a twitter at that time so um only posting videos of myself and i post a lot of stuff from that showcase and then from then coaches were seeing that yeah coaches at the d1 level were started like all all like um schools within the area started Mm -hmm. contacting me and it was just all was coming at me really fast like everything was just there I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe the amount of attention I got after the showcase. And I was yeah, like, up. and um, one of those guys being uh, Coach Monaghan, uh, the pitching coach for Rutgers. And I was like, wow, I can't believe a school like this is reaching out to me right now. I mean, this is crazy. And I was like, I mean, Rutgers has always been a school in mind because, you know, we all had those, our college lists where like we have our safety schools, our schools we could possibly get into, and then our reach schools. Rutgers for me was probably one of those reach schools for me because, I know they had a really high academic standard. They're really highly known for the academics. And I was like, this is going to be a great school where I not only am going to go there, if I have the opportunity to go there to play great, to like D1, Big Ten, Power 5 baseball, I also get a great education there as well. 
So that's always a reach school for me. And then for them to reach out was kind of like that silver lining where it was just finally like, this is my chance. So I needed to make sure I took every opportunity I could to get to talk to Monaghan, to coach Monaghan, to, you know, give him updates on my progress to see where he's at. And I'm really reluctant to see that he was showing a lot of interest within me uh, with my progress checking in almost regularly. So I mean, I couldn't be more grateful for the opportunities I had with all these other coaches as well, giving them for them, giving me the interest as well. But um, ultimately, I kind of had my mindset that if they would ever offer me, I'd probably take the offer. So um, from then, it was just a lot of progression because then my high school season started very soon after posted. I mean, couldn't have a better season than that, to be honest. Um, I really had nothing to expect going to because it was my first time playing high school ball in about a year and a half yeah nobody knew right yeah no one really knew who I was at the point in time besides that showcase I mean people somewhat had an idea but no one was really seeing anything of me and I think I really made a name for myself this uh my my past junior year of high school baseball I was just couldn't ask for a better of a season it was just magical in my in my words just, so you're saying three earned runs in 40 innings and and three wins in the conference tournament and a shutout in the conference championship. That was, that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good season. We would say, right. Couldn't ask for much better than that. I mean, no, no. And, and, and you're hitting velo highs throughout the year, right up to 92 at the, at the garden state games. Yeah. Uh, but your some your summer was a little bit different, right. In that you kind of shut it down for a bit after, after all the extra time, so, so tell us now what the plan is, you know, moving forward through the winter, where you're going to be working and, and what your goals are, because, you know, it's one thing to get an offer from and, and, and get a verbal and, 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 you know, kind of your dream school. But you, if you're a competitor, you're not going to be happy with just going, right? You want to get yourself ready to, to kind of shove there too. So, right. so what's, uh, what's the plan to do that? So my plan this upcoming winter is, solely to work on of course gaining velo just getting my body bigger faster and stronger yeah. still continue to do the things i'm doing getting in the gym every as much as possible eating the right stuff but the big things for me is developing my secondaries as well still that's always been a big part of my pitching i've always been a guy that throws my relies so heavily on my fastball because no one's really because you know lucky enough i throw in the low 90s now it's I really need to develop secondaries if I'm going to play at the Big Ten level. So I really um, – I'm working really hard on developing my secondary pitches. Like, I'm working on a good slider right now. I'm working on a spike curve. I'm working on everything. And also with that is mechanics as well, just cleaning up everything, utilizing my body more instead of throwing with all arm. But I'm taking another break uh, coming up very soon just to give my arm – ample enough time to just recover after like a heavy load of throwing this past spring in high school baseball. And I did very minimal throwing in the summer, but still, you know, just, I just want to give my arm a little bit of a break, you know, deserves it. So, you know, I really just, you know, trying to get myself better and get myself ultimately ready for college already. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, and, and, and hopefully before that, you've got quite a, uh, a team and, and, and quite a pitching staff, kind of coming together at, at St. Joe's for your senior year, which hopefully is, uh, you know, you're obviously in the, the toughest bracket in the world to win in States, but, but let's, uh, 
talk about some of the guys you'll be playing with, throw them a little bit of, uh, you know, love and, and, and hype and, and how much you are excited about playing with everybody one last uh, year. So with my high school season, we, uh, with my high school team, we obviously have a very loaded lineup when it comes to the both pitching defense and offensive side of baseball for our team. Um, but even before that, my head coach, Mike Murray, is one of the best coaches I think I've ever played under. Um, just overall, a very a guy that can connect with the kids. Just a very fun person to play with as a coach. You know, it's just he knows exactly. He's been in the game. He's been around the game. He's been at the major league level. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he knows to make the right calls. It's just very pleasurable to just work with a guy like that. But um, to the players, um. We got our lefty Virginia commit healthy again. Donovan Zach coming back, looking to have a great, looking to have it, looking like really looking forward to seeing him have a great season. Yeah. Uh, coming back finally after a year and a half of recovering from Tommy John surgery, and um, we have another kid, um, Jim Mulvaney, coming uh, as a rising junior this year. Um, the good side armor, looking to see some. Some wicked action coming from him. He did pretty good last year. I'm looking to see some more this year. It's going to be really enjoyable to watch these guys around me succeed just as much as myself. And, I mean, I have to give a lot of credit to my to my catcher, Mark G. Lucy, behind the plate. Probably the most heads-up catcher I've ever had. Just unbelievable stuff coming from him. You know, just so mentally heads-up, both behind the plate and at the plate when he's hitting. And we got plenty of hitters. We got plenty of guys who can hit. We have a Eastern Kentucky commit, Christian Ascona, who can really good lefty hitter, can really punch a ball really far. He can really get into. He can really drive a ball really hard. We have a uh, Robbie Carvalli, uh, Lehigh commit, who absolutely hammers baseballs left and right and is tracks everything down in the outfield. And um, another guy, Tyler Vecchio, our first baseman, who just honestly very impressed me last year. Just I feel like when wasn't he on base? Honestly, like it was just like when is he never on base? He, had, I like I look and he's like at the plate, then he's on first base or second base. He was just always there. Yeah, it should be a uh, a heck of a way to uh, to to for a senior year, right? Team that you're gonna remember for forever. Um, so what do you need to do? Like you said, to uh, you know, you think to to take that next step? you know, to, to really kind of keep the, the progression going. I mean, is it, you said velocity, secondary pitches, um, but what's the, you know, you, we, we shoot for 95 this year. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is maintaining a healthy arm. You see yeah. a lot of kids younger and younger getting Tommy John surgery, unfortunately. And I think the big thing for me is the aftercare work, making sure I warm up my arm properly and then doing a nice proper cool down as well. That's right. a big thing that a lot of kids miss is, you know, they do, they go through their weighted ball progression, they do their balls, like to do the weighted, weighted bands, weighted balls, they do everything, you know, but I think what a lot of kids miss is the post care work that they need to do, like the running to get the lactic acid out and everything else. I mean, that's a big part of the reason why I think I was able to throw as much as I did this past spring, because I think I just took really good care of my arm and it was healthy throughout the entire season. And then, what I think what set me in that right path is I did suffer um, el tennis elbow in the beginning of the season, like in the um, preseason uh, against in a scrimmage against Edison, 
you know, I was out for like two weeks, but luckily I went to PT, got that healthy fixed right away. I was able to jump back right back in there and have a really good healthy season. And I've been still being able to maintain being very healthy with my arm and very like precautious, making sure I take my time with things, making sure that my arm feels good at all points. And, you know, just that's probably the biggest thing, just staying healthy. Sure. Did we always know that baseball was uh, was our sport or were you uh, in, into other sports when you were younger? Um, I played basketball up until sixth grade and then uh, this, didn't, this didn't go my way. I, I always had a passion for baseball. I mean, I love playing the sport. I love playing it every day. I love being out, going out and competing every single day. I mean, it's just, there's, it's everything I could have asked for baseball. I mean, nothing really better to do than going out to a field and competing. I mean, I just love the competitive aspect of baseball. It's just, and a lot of people don't really see it. It's just, they need the appreciation for it. And I, hundred percent have the appreciation for being able to have the ability to step on a baseball field every single day and being able to compete. Favorite team? For uh, major leagues. I love the Yankees. Unfortunate. They had an early exit to, especially to Boston in the wild card. Yeah. I, was just saying that. I, I don't know. A lot of mixed feelings about them, but you know, they're always going to be my team at heart. So I, right. I can't, I can't ever give that up. The early exit was bad enough, but the fact that it was the Red Sox was the probably the uh, real kicker, right? Yeah, that was the real kicker. Um, if you could be D1 in any sport other than baseball, what would you have picked? Um, what would you wish you had the talent in? Um, I would have liked to give football a try. Um, I never played football because my parents always told me they loved me, so that's why they never <laughs> wanted me to get hurt. They always said we don't. I always ask why won't you play football? And like, because we love you too much. <laughs> and I, and I mean, fair enough. But you know, I want to give it a shot. I like being a little physical sometimes. You know, yeah. I want to see what it's like to put on the pads and get a little physical and you know go at it with a little bit and maybe even like see what it's like to like because I kind of like the whole aspect of like knowing how to run routes and everything, like how in the quarterback with a lot of awareness kind of reminds me of my catcher. You know, you know, a lot of mental awareness of everything on the field. I feel like that's something I could be good at. You got to know where like, everybody is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there's a there's a precision to it. And it's, a, it's just. Um, any uh, what would be your pregame music list? What's on your playlist on, on start days? Or are you one of those who don't just stay away from me and I don't want any sound and I'm that intense and locked in? No, I love rock music. I mean, nothing gets me more pumped up than like good like rock music. Like Enter Sandman. Oh, that just. I, I mean, what? Who? How does that not get you fired up for a good bump day? I mean, all that. I mean, just it just really gets the adrenaline going. It it really like when that music comes on, it gets me in the mindset like this is game day. I gotta be ready to shove it. You know, I gotta be ready to just absolutely pump some gas. Just compete to the best of my ability. Most proud moment on the on the field for you ever? Um, I think one of the best things was probably my GMC championship. Being able to transfer into a school two to three weeks before tryouts, not my teammates not expecting much out of me. They knew I I they kind of held me to like a higher standard because they knew who I kind of was. Like they kind of knew who I was. Yeah, I know I threw hard. But being able to prove to them that I could be that guy, I was able to develop such a close connection with my coaches and being able to become that go-to guy on the mound was truly special to me because that takes a lot of like trust in that kind of sort of relationship where it's just 
they knew they even told me that they knew that anytime they put me on the mound, they, they knew that they're going to win. Parents of the other teammate of my other teammates were telling my father that where's Andrew? Why isn't he on the mound? We're going to not, we're not going to win this game unless he's on the mound. It's just one of those feelings. Like it's like, it's a lot to live up to, but I love when people tell me this kind of stuff because I love being that guy that, that like, it, they know it's going to be a good outing when I'm on the mound. I love mm-hmm. being that guy. You had a pretty cool story, I thought, about the, the championship game, right? 2 nothing win over South Brunswick. Right. And you had gone seven in two of the previous GMC games. Right. And uh, didn't quite make it seven the, uh, in the championship game. Six and two-thirds, shut out, but the pitch count got you. And, yeah. and, and obviously, you want to go seven, but but you said it was pretty, you know, it was, you know, looking back at it, it was pretty cool that you didn't. So explain to us why. So the reason why I feel like it was it was a special moment and the reason I wasn't frustrated that I couldn't go seven is because we were able to hand I was able to hand the ball off to our senior captain Colin Laner who's playing at Ithaca this uh this fall. Um I think it was just a special moment for everybody to have a senior in his final St. Joe's season ever who lost the season last year, who this was his kind of his last opportunity to play in high school baseball. It's just something he'll remember the shutout, the GMC championship game, I think it was all a special moment that all of my teammates shared with him. And I think it was just a special moment for all of us, for him to shut out the game instead of me. So personally, I enjoyed the fact that I was able to hand the ball to him instead of finishing up the game myself. I mean, everyone wants to be at the bottom of the dog pile, but you know, it's, it's not about me all the time. It, it's gotta be about what's the bigger picture here. Yeah. And it wasn't even like it was a 12, nothing uh, guarantee. It was a pretty tight, uh, yeah. pretty tight situation for him to get the save in. Right. It was, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we, I didn't give him too much. I mean, I, I tried my hardest to give him a little bit as much leeway as possible. But I mean, <laughs> South Brunswick is a good team, you know. They're gonna hold yeah. this low-scoring game, so I mean, that's how just how it was. Yeah, a lot of great pitching in the GMC over the years, right? It's still the still the case. Oh, yeah, still yeah, absolutely. It's always been kind of more of a pitcher's league, I think, overall. Yeah, absolutely. So, so anything, I guess the lab will finish with this. I mean, you, you've had quite a, a journey over high school the last couple of years, you know, really 2021 has been a monster year for you when you look back at it. Right. What would you tell 14 year old Andrew at this point or, or any 14 year old or anybody that's just going into high school at this point, what, what kind of advice would you leave for them? Um, I would leave the, the advice I would give to them to anybody who is just starting their high school season is to take their time with it, to not have to rush because being a freshman in high school is much different than being a freshman in high school and starting your college recruiting is much different than being a junior. And then just starting to start your college recruiting process. Because even when I was a junior, I still had plenty of time. Now that I look back at it, I wasn't rushed at all. Cause I know guys who are still committing their senior year to good schools. Yeah. If you're good, the good schools are going to find you. And that's, I think that's what, that's what it comes down to. If you, if you're, if you know, you're good, the schools are going to come find you. It, it's, it's all a matter of being able to get out there and making sure that you're able to post the numbers you'd like to see um, on the website, depending if it's perfect game, uh, PBR, anything like that. Just make sure you're being able to post good numbers and um, you know, just be patient with it. Don't rush yourself to, make it like if one college offers you don't be like do I do this do I commit do I not what do I do with it just weigh your options know geographically where you want to go check with your parents 
like know what they feel comfortable with you going to and um and then also the financial side as well but lucky enough for that all played out well for me but you know I was really able I was really happy I'm able to stay in state so yeah no awesome recruiting class coming um you know moving up the the for what it's worth the rankings charts um really uh as as fast as anybody in the state and you know a lot of people would say if they're guessing somebody to really even have a bigger breakout year it's it's Andrew Golden we are uh, thrilled to have you and happy to have you on today and, and appreciate it and wish you the best of luck this year and uh, we got to do this again sometime absolutely thank you for having me